If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Three, two, one. Do you know what I feel like doing? What? <laughs> I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, all things that are coming back. And no, it's not Backstreet, but yeah, I'm joined by the one and only. Guess who's back, back again. Henry Cavill's back. Go tell a friend. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. I should be the next Slim Shady. Of course. And before we get into today's pod, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thank you, guys. So, in a way, I mean, the title of this podcast is going to be something like, oh, my gosh, he came back as Superman. We're going to be talking about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman. With the mustache or no mustache? As long as he does that little arm reload thing he did in Mission Impossible, you see that move he did? Yeah. That that move was badass, I gotta say. Uh, I'm for it. People think it's corny, but my man's reloaded his arms. Find me another person who can do that, and I'll raise you one. I'll, I'll do you right now, ready? There you go. Uh, see, that, that was kind of, that was weak. That was weak. That, 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 that's the Wish.com's version. Yeah, (laughs) it's like you versus the guy she tells you not to worry about. Yeah. Now, this will also, I guess, on the fly, be an impromptu Black Adam review because, like, this kind of ties into the movie. Spoiler for a movie that's been out, right? Yeah. I mean, you've seen Black Adam, right? (laughs) I don't want to get, like, I don't want to go into this and then you haven't. Definitely hasn't seen Black Adam. <laughs> you can talk about it. I'll give two shits about that movie. I'm seeing it tonight anyway. Did you see the post credit scene? I, 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 my bro spoiled the post credit scene, so I know Henry Cavill is in it. Okay. Well, so I, know, I guess I, that I, I news kind of spoils it anyway to begin yeah. with. Wait, um, what? Henry Cavill is coming back? I didn't know. There you go. See, uh, that's the know. reaction I want all of our listeners to have whenever they listen to this podcast. What? Yeah, like, long story short, Cavill is the end credit scene reveal. He comes back, and there's a lot of testosterone in that room between The Rock and Henry Cavill, uh, Black Adam and Superman. Uh, Amanda Waller goes, like, oh, you better stay here, and you better not step foot outside this radius we set up in his home, his home area, or whatever. I forgot what they called it. Um, But he's like, oh, yeah, no one from this earth can contain me. And she's like, I, I got friends from somewhere else. I got friends in low places. And boom, Henry Cavill Superman comes down and says, Black Adam, we need to talk. And there's the Macho Man stared out between Henry Cavill and The Rock. 
Ooh, yeah, macho man with the Slim Jim. Gonna break you in a half. So, I'm more or less interested. Also, Black Adam, decent movie. I, I, uh, heard, I, I heard good things about it. The, cr- the critics have been saying it's such a bad movie. My friend said it was good last night. My friend who just saw it, he was like, it's a good movie for DC from, yeah. from what, for what they've been giving out for the past couple of years compared to that. And they, he also compared it to what Marvel's been giving out for the past couple of months now. It's as good as what Marvel's been giving out. Not as good as Infinity War, but uh, all like how Iron Man won and all that one, like the, the phase one. But as a phase four, they're saying it's as, as good as what phase four is. Would you agree? I would agree. I honestly think Black Adam, for what it's worth, is better than anything Marvel has put out on Disney Plus. Like in That's general, he was, he was saying it was better than that. It was better than Thor: Love and Thunder. Yes, which I thought it was just Shot in the Dark. I say six out of ten. It was a nice, cute little movie. Yeah, like this is also the thing. Like people always get misconstrued, and it's the fact that like. Marvel movies can be bad. DC movies can be good. Like there, yeah. it's just not like one just does good and then the other just I sucks. Mean, if you want to see how DC does like the the movies, go watch the animated Justice League movies. Go watch just- Injustice. That was apparently bad. Don't get me started on that. Stop, <laughs> stop it. Um, but that's also a different universe too. That's a whole different. Only separate world. Scoot it to the side. They um from flat. So you gotta watch movies from Flashpoint, Paradox to, um, Justice League, Dark Side um War, whatever. The last one that says Apocalypse War. That's what it was. From those movies, chronologically, the best thing DC's ever put in animated. If D, if Warner Brothers would be like, hmm, let's take our animated movies and put it in the live action, and then boom, you have something that's competitive to the MCU. But is Marvel is DC gonna do that? No, they're like, we're gonna wait. Where my where my smart ass classes? Wait a minute, there we go. No, we're actually gonna do what we want to do and not do anything that's previously done so much work. <laughs> it. It's like those things, and I would go out on the limb to say that I liked... There were certain characters within this movie I liked more than Black Adam himself. I know that kind of defeats the premise of the movie, but uh, maybe when you see it, we'll kind of come back to this topic and discuss. But um, yeah, there, there were certain characters I really, really dug into more than Black Adam, but it doesn't take away from him. But we're here today to talk about Henry Cavill coming back as Superman, the impact and all that stuff. Now, the reasoning behind him coming back. But wait, before we go that, like, can we also talk about like how I kind of hate what DC is doing? Real talk. Giving you hating me, about it. Like they're giving the villains like their own little movie, like their own, like how the... Uh, how Marvel did it with Morbius. Like, Morbius. It was, even though even though that was a hard piece of garbage, first of all. Um, but no, That was like, like Sony. That was like Sony Marvel. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like whenever you get those like fake bags, like those fake purses. It's the like, you Gucci. know. Yeah, the fake Gucci. It's like, you know, it ain't right, but you're still going to put it out there in the public. Mm-hmm. And try to get away with it. I mean, I, I mean, DC had the the great. I don't know how they thought that the 
you know, 200 IQ to DC for not releasing the Batwoman show, about girl movie. And they were like, yeah, this is pretty bad from our standards. Like, let's not just, we'll just, just cut it out. Have you seen the trailer for that in the whole... I honestly, I, I'm still on the train. They should release it to HBO Max. Dude, no, no, you don't. Go watch Pennyworth on HBO Max. But that's like a series that no one asked for. Let's be honest. <laughs> no one asked for, but it's it's on season three. So it's doing good. But like, really? Like, no, no one asked Alfred. for No one asked for baby God, baby Bruce in Gotham. It was supposed to be Jim. Gotham then, was a good show. I'm no, not. Mm, I'm mm, not mm, even. They, no, I. My, I'm getting started. I was okay with Gotham, the first two seasons when they started pushing in Rajar Ghoul and all that, and like, oh, Rajar Ghoul's always in Gotham from the beginning, and Bruce. He met Bruce when he was little. Like, no, like, stop it. The show was supposed to be about Jim starting on the force, and then they realized. We can't. The show's sucking because we have no Batman. Let's make Batman, and then they just it showed him freaking uh, Bruce. And then at the end of the season, they made Joker twice, and then they made Batman freaking like. Uh, have you seen Community? Yes. You know how Albert dressed like Batman for Halloween. That's yeah. how Bruce dressed, looked like at the end of commu- at, uh, in Community. At the end of um. Gotham. Gotham. Yeah, he looked like Abbott from Community as Batman. I like Gotham. Uh, that's all I got to say on that. But the reasoning behind Cavill coming back as Superman, he was on the Witcher series on Netflix, and he, apparently there... He, he, he left, right? On his own free will? Or did he well, no. There, there's like a weird thing going on where Cavill said he'll play Geralt, which is, which is the Witcher, um, as long as the people, the showrunners, stick to the lore of the witcher like the witcher series stick by the books you know the games you know really stick because he's big on that stuff he's a gamer he's really big on lore and he's really it's a passion project for him but yeah there was heads budding behind the scenes there and boom he leaves and there's also a bunch of other like producers and such who were like oh yeah i'm leaving this project too i don't know so liam hemsworth is now slotted into his role and now Cavill's back as Superman. I, I'm i glad that Henry Cavill is back as Superman. There were a lot, a lot of rumors coming out of Cavill's exit from DC, or his like hiatus now, we'll call it, so, so that wait. he might jump ship to Marvel. But wait, here, here, my, here, here my question. Because I, I felt like when Man of Steel came out, right, no one loved that movie. Everyone hated it. It was too dark. They're like, well, I'm going to get my nerdy glasses on now for the diehard fans. Why is Superman so gloomy? Why is he upset about it's not, it's not it's about saving people? Huh? Superman's about to be about hope and justice and the red, white, and blue. Why is he all so sad and depressed? They're trying to do it like they made the bad Dark Knight movies. Huh? Um... That's gonna be my new skit, by the way. Um, there you go. There you go. But you no, know, didn't anyone hate it? They did. They, they hated the portrayal of Henry Cavill as Superman and all that back in the day. Like, why is everyone so high and mighty and riding his dick? Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. 
A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl i i for one am you know what they did in the snyder cut you know black suit superman it shows that this character has layers beyond like what you said all american like just unstoppable whatever and it's more or less and i don't know you, you might agree with this you might not for his tenure in the DC Cinematic Universe, I think Superman, more or less, has been betrayed as a villain more often than a hero or like a darker hero versus that, you know, Rudy Tootie, like Goody Two Shoes, like Superman that everyone has that public perception of. And that goes without saying, like when he was viewed as a like a threat to the outside world in Batman versus Superman you know, the black suit Superman stuff where, you know, there was the fight between him and the Justice League and he clearly just smoked any and all of them without even lifting a finger pretty much. But um, yeah, Cavill coming back as Superman is huge for DC moving forward. I'm more interested to see what they do with the character moving forward because as of right now, the only thing we have to build off of is his cameo in Black Adam. Yes, they can do stuff. They build off the Justice League. But like, what what do we consider canon now? The Snyder Cut or the plain old Justice League? Um, I feel because the rumor was that after the Snyder Cut ended, everyone wanted Henry Cavill back and, and from Man of Steel 2 and wanted Zack Snyder to do it. Um, I, I think if, if Warner Bros. is going to do it, they're now listening about freaking what's his face playing The Flash. Uh, oh, Ezra Miller. Yeah, not removing him. So who knows? That's still doing. wild to me. That yeah. is still wild. But, and apparently, uh, but, he went back for reshoots too, or something. Yeah, yeah. And but no, they removed Johnny Depp from allegations that weren't even true to begin with. Mm-hmm. From Fantastic Four, I don't, I don't care about that. But that's just barking up another tree for another day. But honestly, dude, like I like the Man of Steel. I wasn't the biggest fan of Henry Cavill as Superman. I like that I like him in the Snyder Cut of the Justice League. Yeah, that movie I feel like was a lot better than what we got. Did I like Batman vs. Superman? I thought it was an okay movie. I'm also the type of person who likes the 2006 Superman Returns with mm. um, 
the guy who plays the Adam in the uh, CW show. Yeah, Brandon Ruth, I think. Brandon Ruth. And our friend Teddy gave me shit for it. They're like, you like that movie? You like that Superman? Because that Superman Returns is a direct sequel to the one that came out in the 90s. Kind of, sort of, a hard reboot. Size reboot. So that was like Superman I grew up watching, so it's a little soft nostalgia part for me. But how do you feel about Henry Cavill coming back after, what, when's, it came out in 2012, right? A whole yeah. decade? A whole decade of not Crazy. having a Superman movie. Uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think it's, do we do, do another, do we do Man of Steel 2? Do we do like a hard reboot of it now? Because we have the Flashpoint movie coming out. That's going to reset the whole timeline. Take, take a shot every time we bring that up. But honestly, it just seems like it. And, you know, we brought up Ezra Miller growing, going back for reshoots. Does that constitute him being switched out for somebody? Does that constitute uh, a one Grant Gustin coming in as the Flash now? Because that man deserves it. But that's just a problem for another day. I feel like we're going to just keep saying it and it's never going to happen. Listen, we've said a lot on this podcast that it has happened. Outrageous things, I might add. Yo, dude, so I, it fits I, the bill. I mean, John Jinder Mahal winning the United States title, WrestleMania. I mean, <clears throat> it's, you know, crazier things have happened, I must Crazy, say. Crazier things have happened. Oh, that is true. But I want to, going back to the Black Adam movie. Like I was saying, I kind of hate how we're getting these because Black Adam is a Shazam villain. I I wish that we would had um, yes, like this is kind of like the origin story. I hear you, like I said, I have yet to see it at the current current time. Um, like I have yet to see it, but it, it was you tell me, like it's basically the origin story, like how he is. It takes back in like the Egyptian time, kind of right? Because I know the gist of Black Adam. Yeah, it gives you the whole backstory, but. Um... Yeah, it's it's the origin story pretty much, it's but like it that. it does it in like a cool way. I, I, I thought I, it was pretty good. I get it, but like he's like supposed to be the villain. He's supposed to be the like uh, the, the evil version of Shazam, basically what it is. And I'm like, I hate how they're giving him this movie rather than putting him in the Shazam movie and building up the lore from there. Rather than like, oh, we need like yeah, get it, fans. So and for me, it feels like, oh, we want money. Let's just go make his movie and then we'll put him up in Shazam 2. Like, no, just give me Shazam 2. And because Shazam 1 was freaking amazing. It was great. But Wonder Woman, first one was amazing in 1984. But um, no. So do you think DC should do more of the villain movie? So we should, should we get Black Manta? So all movie. Should we get. Um, the Joker. Well, we already did get Joker's movie. Never mind. We're getting um, Joker too. Walking yeah, Phoenix with Lady Gaga. So God knows how that's gonna do. Um, should we get a? You know what? Since everyone's getting a movie, how about we get Superman's um grandpa, dad um Clark, not Clark, and um the the Clint, the Clint family. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I mean, that's what DC does best, though. The dark stuff. I mean, no, let's face it, is, it. But no, I, I, I'm not saying they don't. Some dark stuff they do really well because they try to capture the Dark Knight movies. But like some movies don't need it. Like Shazam didn't need it. Yeah. Shazam. I feel like Superman doesn't need a dark movie because he's supposed to be no. hope. He's supposed to be justice. And then, granted, I don't know if they're gonna make Man of Steel too dark. But the way he, I don't know if you saw the Snyder cut, but the way. Superman yeah. was portrayed there when he came back. I feel like it was more accurate to what we know as Superman because he 
saves the people who are getting like erased by the eraser beam. I don't know. I just want, I don't want solo villain movies anymore. DC, stop it. I mean, so I'm trying to like formulate something to like help usher this forward, but DC, like, I'm trying to, because this all depends on if they consider the Snyder Cut canon or whatever. It's Warner Brothers. They're like, it made us money, which is make it canon. Because moving forward, I guess the only logical thing to do is the dream sequence that Bruce had, right? Like, Superman, this is the injustice story, pretty much, right? Where Uh, Superman sees Lois getting killed. Well, no, but this... But see, this one's different, though. Unlike the Injustice, where Superman flipped because Lois died, it, the Dark Sneak is because Darkseid has him under the... the um, What's the word I'm thinking? God damn it. It's the formula. The... Um, oh, uh, the equation? The quantum the equation? equation or? Yeah, yeah, the quantum equation, yeah. The I don't simple. know what it's called. There's all these different <laughs> equations. Pythagorean theorem, all these... <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but in that dark version, it's implied that Darkseid has the equation. And that's how, and he has Superman under control. And then he tells him, like, look, Batman didn't save Lois, so kill Batman. But, like, that, right? That's the thing moving forward. Or that should be, at uh, least. That, that, flashpoint. Flashpoint. I know. No, I know. So I, it's I weird. Know, I don't know what's going on anymore. Because at the end of Flash. So, wait, wait a minute. No. Because I think the dark. Now I'm thinking about it now, and using my DC. Get the glasses on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm getting my smart glasses on. So I think because of Barry going back in time and trying to prevent his family's dead, um, his mom being killed, and his dad going to prison, I think that's what's gonna cause the darkest timeline. Shout out to community. Um, with Superman going evil. So I think Barry's the reason why Superman goes snap because he goes back in time. There we go. I'm calling my shot. It's all, it's all falling to pieces. Instead of resetting the timeline, Kev, be, instead of hitting the reset button, it's because Barry, you, you've seen the CW. You know the consequences, what it does when Barry goes back in time and changes into the present timeline. Shit goes south. So I think when Barry does this for the first time, this is where we get the darkest timeline. We're getting Justice League War on November 11th, 7, 2022. I'm calling my shot. We're getting Justice League War. That's going to be the Avengers movie with the darkest timeline, and they're going to reset it after the end of that movie. I'm calling my shot, Babe Ruth. Boom. Guaranteed. Well, they don't have a Batman, so they could put uh, Pattinson no, in. They, yeah, they could put Patterson. They could with with the reset, Patterson becomes a new Batman. I'm saying I'm calling my shot. The Flashpoint movie. It's you, you know the Pokemon Stadium game with the Clefairy dance, like yeah. I'm doing that right now, basically. But um, you know, Flashpoint happens, resets the timeline, darkest timeline comes in where Superman snaps and kills everybody at the end of and that becomes Justice League War. Justice League War happens at the end of that movie. Barry runs back in time to change it. And then we get the new timeline where Pattinson is the new Batman. Joaquin Phoenix is in this universe. The first Suicide Squad never happens. We get the um, gun, James Gunn version of it. We get Aquaman fucking fishes, apparently, in, that, in this new timeline. That, that's what's happening. I'm calling my shot, Kev. Babe Ruth style. James Gunn is in charge now with that other guy. So, hey, 
I, maybe they have the right people at the helm to kind of direct everyone, you know, because DC's kind of been just aimlessly walking around I mean, these past few movies. Remember the last time they brought in a guy that directed movies from Marvel? What was that? The guy who did the Avengers movie? Joss Whedon? Yeah, and look how that turned out. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, James James, Gunn. James Gunn is something special, though. He made me care about Suicide Squad. That's what I'm saying. And they can introduce all these other characters or elaborate on further ones. Um, Maybe does... I I would go out on a limb to say a Green Lantern movie is made under James Gunn. I would go on to say. See, the rumor was that before all this, we were supposed to get a Green Lantern TV show on HBO Max that were supposed to be like a buddy cop kind of thing. Yeah. If they make that into a movie, I'll be okay. A buddy cop space adventure movie where we get, um, give me Sam L. Jackson as Green Lantern saying, I'm too tired. For, I'm too old for this shit. And, um, but Sam L. Jackson is the only old black guy I know in movies nowadays, which is kind of sad. Um, yeah, give me uh, Sam L. Jackson. I mean, he's not technically tied to Marvel, right? You could be in other movies. I mean, yeah, potentially. I mean, this also gets into like a weird like moral gray area with uh, contracts and who sides on who. I mean, there's so many different like overlapping people and all that fun stuff. But to kind of like encapsulate it all, Cavill coming back is a massive, massive get for DC because if the rumors were true and he was going over to Marvel to do something over there, I mean, what a slap in the face. I mean, we talk about like wrestling and how wrestlers go from WWE to AEW. That is the equivalent here. That That's like John Cena going from like John Cena going over to AEW, right? Cavill going over to Marvel. That's pretty much what this is. The day the day seem to that the world has frozen. Everything will just start going out of whack, but yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a fan of Cavill. I mean, Love I mean, him as Superman. Mean, I'm here for it. Cody Cody did jump shift, so who knows? But um I I I am a fan of him Cavill as well in the later movies that he did. What do you think? Should it should it be a standalone superhero Superman movie? Or should because I remember there was an animated movie where they did Shazam versus Superman. And at the end of the movie, like near the climax of the movie, you find out, oh, it's Black Adam. Like Shazam is fighting Black Adam. So Superman and Shazam fight, blah, 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 blah. Superman runs away like a little bitch he is. Um, And Shazam and um, Black Adam fight. Superman comes to the house and they beat Black Adam. They don't kill him. They just beat him. Bad. Like, curve stuck. Take like that, and then do, do you want to see that? Because I honestly would like to have DC not kill their top villains, like how yeah. Marvel, how Marvel kills them off. Like, all right, we're never seeing them again. Like, if because also Marvel DC has the Legion of Doom as well, so it would be nice for once where a superhero movie doesn't kill the villains. And oh, then well, you got to watch Black Adam because then we can have a whole separate conversation about this because well, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Talk about well, it. No, like I, I want to elaborate and that, that can fill a whole other pod. So let's just get more uh, content at it. Let's milk Dwayne, the rock Johnson clean of all the content we can. Hey, yo, pause, pause. Wait a minute. Milk pause, Dwayne. pause, Wait yeah, pause. But Dewey is a good person, but um, I don't know. Any closing thoughts on Cavill? I'm excited. Give me the mustache. Give me the CGI lips. Oh, dude, that's an aggressive take, but um, 
Come at I, me, fans. Come at me. I can't rival that. I'm going to let that go. But um, you could catch more episodes of Get Comfy Lowdown, the Get Comfy Game Break, and Get Comfy Podcast every single Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I've been Kalo, joined by the one and only. What up, guys? Aim on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.